Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. So, Cody, who did more damage overall this weekend to a city? Daenerys Targaryen or Kawhi Leonard? Well, so, listen, this is your second time trying this uh, <laughs> opening. And it still doesn't work because I don't know who that other guy is. He's a basketball player. So cool. He what won a he game. Do? He made a cool. game. He made a shot that won his team a series, and the other team is doesn't get to play anymore. And what did Daenerys do? I don't know. I thought she, didn't she kill a bunch of people? She blew a city up with a dragon. Exactly. Literally. But that's what he did, but with a basketball. And no, he didn't. Nobody damage, died. Nobody he, died because of that. No, but because of, I mean, somebody probably somewhere killed themselves. That was, that well, must have been the last straw for them. Why, why do you think? Just, that's why, just sad. Why do you think Josh isn't here? He's <laughs> really into Philadelphia basketball. <laughs> I'm surprised Baltimore doesn't have an NBA team. I'm not. Maryland's a trash state. Oh, but they have uh, the NFL, they have the, uh, MLB, no NBA. Hmm. It's a big basketball city too. Carmelo Anthony hmm. came from there. Hmm. Thoughts? I have an idea, but I don't want to say it. <laughs> taxes? Is it taxes? Yeah. Yes, got it. <laughs> Glad uh, that we're on the same page for that. Yeah. No, but in all seriousness, Josh is literally caught between a rock and a hard place. Um, He's been pinned between a rock and Dwayne Rock Johnson's house. So it's figuratively, it's a big metaphor. So wishing him the best. Might have to 127 hours that shit, but whatever. He'll, he'll be better for it. He needs to build up some mental toughness, don't you think? I agree. Yeah. He needs to stop watching, uh, Hunchback and Notre Dame so much. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. His watching and listening to this week would have been sad. Like, um, yeah, then I watch Hunchback and Notre Dame. Then I watched it again, and then two days later I watched it again. And then I wonder if that made him retroactively sadder about the church. Maybe, but Puerto Rico, right? What about it? They need money, and then everybody's like, "Nah." And then Notre Dame burns, and everybody's like, "Give, give money, give I all get money." Get your cock shit out of here! <laughs> it's true. The girls, that girl's TikTok was true, Cody. This girl had a really good TikTok video about it. So, link that in the description. I won't. But, we are here, convened to talk about Detective Pikachu, the movie, part two, Rises. Electric Boogaloo? Yes. Good. That's actually very applicable. They shouldn't call the next one Detective Pikachu 2, Electric Boogaloo, because he is an electric type. So, good job, Cody. Um, But before we get to that, there's a couple little pieces of news, both Disney-related. First, I guess, since we're just going to do this until it beats Avatar, Avengers Endgame is up to $2.489 billion at the box office, $723 million domestic, just in America, and $1.765 billion foreign. That's roughly a 29 to 71 split. Um, pretty much guaranteed. Is that atypical? Um, yeah, 30 to 70 is a pretty, that's a pretty normal one. Like, oh, I said atypical, but okay. What do you mean atypical? Which means is that different or normal? Oh, it's sim- it's normal. Yeah, like Black Panther, I think, was one of the bigger um, kind of franchise outliers where it did like forty or fifty percent domestic and then fifty percent international. But that's because it sort of 
swept everybody up, you know. Mm-hmm. So. That one demographic. Yeah, no, it, it captured the culture for sure, and you know, big demographics of culture of people. So, way to go, Black mm-hmm. Panther. Um, mm-hmm. But Ven- Endgame is yeah, is obviously Avatar is not too far along now. They'll probably get there. So probably by next week, maybe after next weekend, it'll probably be. And I there. hope so. We can't wait for that movie to be knocked off. Yeah, that that would. It, it'd be nice to have a number one movie of all time that people like and care about, and and isn't Blue Cats in Space doing? I think it'll be nicer. It'll be nice um, if there's one that people like in ten years. Yeah, because nobody likes Avatar anymore. No, it's it's a meme. Like, kind of everybody says nobody cares about Avatar. So it has it's it, completely if, canon. If I know, it feels like it should just be one of those kind of stereotypes, I guess, and just like those played out memes. But it's kind of true. Like, even the people who like Avatar are either completely silent or very sheepishly admit, oh, "I like Avatar." Like, really, like it's it's a dumb and old joke, sure, but literally nobody cares, except moms. And moms aren't on film Twitter, bruh. So those are the people went They're to not see. on Letterbox. Yeah, so far as I can tell, I have not. I, honestly, now that I'm thinking, about it, I have not seen any like middle-aged moms on Letterbox. I've seen just about every other demo represented. Hmm. Interesting. Um, but yeah, Endgame making all the money. Makes Almost sense. thought about seeing it again this weekend, but I was doing busy doing other stuff, and then I was tired. We saw the Pikachu. Yeah, we did see the Pikachu. We sure did see it. Um. However, speaking of Marvel and Avatar and everything, uh, it's been long awaited. And finally, Disney slash Fox has released a release schedule for the next, what was it, eight years? So um, I'm just going to hit some big-ish ones, and then we'll kind of talk about them as they come. There's some Star Wars news to get to, uh, so that'll be that'll be the main thing. Uh, for, first with this year, Ad Astra. A Brad Pitt space film that I was looking forward to quite a bit it was supposed to come out in May, and then kind of just sat there. No promotional materials were released, and now we officially know because it was acquired in the merger that it's coming out instead on September twentieth. So the good news is it's still coming out. But the bad news is what, Cody? Um, Brad Pitt's not actually in it. <laughs> no, the bad news is that it's in September. And granted, like, the fall-winter slate is kind of already firmed up, and you can't just throw it into, like, November, because that's a lot, a bunch of Oscar or other big movies kind of have their territory staked out, but September's usually reserved for bad movies, and... Really? Kinda. Like, I mean, it's... That's when It's coming out. Yeah, that's true. I sorry, sorry. That's when Stephen King's It is coming out. I only do that to Josh. You don't have to say it. <laughs> Did you see that trailer, by the way? Yeah. What'd you think about it? Liked it. Nice. I didn't watch it. Oh, it's pretty good. I don't believe you. Bad film. It's going to be fine. It's a scene right out of the book. Oh, good. I haven't read the book, though. Well, if you believe cucks, it's for the best. Got it. Um, also dated for this year is Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. Apparently now that's fi- happening. Now 50 Cent 2. <laughs> yeah, that's set for October 18th. Um... And I don't, that also made, I think they made a billion dollars when, when the first one came out, like 15, 30, no, 25 years ago. So <laughs> we'll see what when happens. When did that movie actually come out? I think 13, maybe 14. Oh. It's a while. I don't know. I, Is that really good enough to warrant a sequel? Like, 
I'm going to say yes, but only because I think I, I've talked about it recently. Josh rewatched it maybe in the last couple weeks, but the original Sleeping Beauty has some like insane, awesome visuals, and I want to see that. But I don't know if I'm going to see this because I didn't see the last one, so I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Is that a good answer for you, Cody? It's a really it's an answer. It's an it's an answer, not a great one. Um, Ford v Ferrari, Dawn of Justice. Also, I, did, I think this this didn't change, but it's coming out November 15th. That's James Mangold's follow up to the greatest film of all time, Logan. <laughs> Logan. What is this movie though? It's it's like a rivalry picture, but where. I, don't, I haven't read too much about it, uh, but Matt Damon and Christian Bale play like rival auto designers or something, and they're like designing cars. I don't know. It sounds like a dad movie, but it'll, it'll it does probably sound like a dad movie. Yeah, like it's it's one of the very few movies that I see that I was like, oh, my dad might like that. Might my dad hates movies. Yeah. Um. So, just a couple shufflings around. Some stuff is bumped to 2020, which brings us to 2020. Uh, we have an untitled Kingsman movie coming out in f- on February 14th. Rumor is that that was a prequel of sorts. Again, Matt Vaughn, what are you doing? The first one made a ton. The last one made a lot, but it was like made Not like as much. yeah, it made like 150 million less. But I imagine those do pretty well on on like digital and you know rentals and stuff like that. Also, Call of the Wild was pushed back from December 25th to February 21st. That's the Har- it's a Harrison Ford picture. Is it just an adaptation of the book? I think so. I think so. Uh, nice. Pixar has a new movie coming out March 6th called Onward. It's Chris Pratt and Tom Holland, so that'll be fun. Oh, I wonder if it's anything like Inside Out. Only one way to find out, Cody. How not watch either and wait for you guys? Cody, if I if you watch Inside Out, I'll be able to force Josh to watch Mamma Mia too. <laughs> Seriously. Okay, well, I'll get to it. No, come on. Do you want me to Venom you? I'll Venom you the fort. The no, fort I, I can get it for, it's on some streaming service. I literally will Venom you. No, I'll uh, do it. I'll, I'll do it this weekend. Promise. Tentatively. <laughs> Tentative promise. I hate you, but you're also the best. The, and the new mutants has moved back to... T- I'll just cancel it. <laughs> 20, you think so? Like my god, this is yeah. just sad. Yeah. This is like the, the like <laughs> I don't there is a there's a person who I've um knew before I moved to the city that um I when I first moved here I kept saying, Oh, you know, hey, let's meet up and hang out and you know, catch up and all that kind of stuff. And we've pretty much been doing what New, New Mutants has done and just, like, keep pushing it back for no reason. <laughs> so it's like, eh, I guess I've scheduled to go get drinks with this person in August, so that might happen. I don't know. And at a, at a point, you just have to kind of cut your losses and say, this is never going to happen. And Disney, yeah, come on. I mean, people are excited about New Mutants. One thir- uh, 33% of this podcast is, but I don't know. Is it really worth it? Probably not. Uh, there is an untitled Marvel movie coming out on May 1st of 2020, which is less than a year away, so I would guess that's Black Widow, since that might have a quick turnaround. Um, and speaking of that, the, uh, Kevin Feige and all of them are probably going to announce a new slate of films this summer, most likely Comic-Con, or at least close to. So we have that to look forward to. Um uh, Artemis Fowl also moved back to May 29th of 2020. 
picks from when? From I think this August. So wow, that's a long time. That is a long time. It's like time. eight months, isn't it? Something. Yeah, but um, the director B&B. Kenneth Brown is working on a new uh, Hercule Poirot film, so maybe that might work best with the schedule. Why are they making that? Because the the la- do you know how much the last one made? Did it really make a lot of money? I'm gonna I'm gonna find you the exact number because it's crazy. It's it's a totally like old people, you know. It's a movie that the olds went to. I mean, and I saw it. I did too. <laughs> I think I used the movie yeah. pass to see it. Oh, I did. So it made fifty five. Or it, not made. It was cost fifty five million dollars to make. Have a guess at how much it made worldwide. Two hundred mil. You're too low. Four hundred. Too high. Three hundred and fifty two million dollars worldwide. One hundred and twenty two in domestic and 249 foreign which is is funnily enough the exact same split as avengers endgame <laughs> hmm. so even if it didn't come out in the u.s they still would be making a sequel so it made bank and that's fine i yeah. mean what book are they going to do it about though death, on the, idea? death on the is that a good one have you read it uh yeah, it's good i've actually i watched it they all they adapted that in the 70s too uh, with the same uh, people who did Murder on the Orient Express. I honestly don't remember. I'm not even sure they had the same Poirot. I think they did, but I don't, I don't remember exactly. But it's a really, it's also just a really solid story. So I hope between that and Knives Out that we get like a murder mystery renaissance, you know? That'd be pretty sweet. Uh, we guess you could say a murder mystery sauce. That's a little clunky. I'm not gonna lie to you. You're clunky. Thank you. (laughs) Untitled Pixar movies dated for June 19th. Uh, probably an original movie. We only know about Onward so far, so I'm, again, probably D23. We'll pr- learn a little bit more about whatever that is. Um, a Bob's Burgers movie is apparently coming out? Why? Stop, people. I don't know. Jungle Cruise, uh, July 24th. I think that was moved, but not a big deal if it was. Death on the Nile, actually. The aforementioned is coming out on October 9th of next year. Fun. We have an untitled Marvel movie coming out on November 6th. Oh, here we go. Ron's gone wrong, Cody. Just mark your calendars. November sixth, cinematic event of the year. What is that? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, it's a very weird title. Uh, untitled Disney animation, November twenty fifth. West Side Story, the Steven Spielberg picture, the newest Steven Spielberg picture, coming out on his birthday, December eighteenth, twenty twenty, and Keith Richards' birthday. So, congrats. And then Cruella, the Cruella DeVille Hundred Dalmatian sequel that everybody was asking for and wants, is out so December twenty third. It's so done. You're not excited? No, I don't care about Hundred and One Dalmatians. But Emma Stone's gonna play Cruella, reportedly. She was actually born to play that role. Right? We need to know her gritty origin. <laughs> I hope it's like her childhood dog got turned into a coat. I hope it's just they do Batman Begins. Like she's that would be of, fun. She's coming out of the theater. This guy walks up, just guns her parents down. She stands there. <laughs> she walks over to like an oil bill or some homeless guy. That's a nice coat. That's a nice coat. <laughs> it's fur. <laughs> or no, it's faux. And like she wants now, she has a bloodthirst for fur coats. That's that's the story. We, we should just be screenwriters, Cody. I think we yeah. One of us is, aren't we? <laughs> you. Untitled Disney Marvel movie, fe- February 12th, 2021. Uh, Nimona, whatever that is. And then a bunch of Untitleds uh, through 2021. Uh, we got a Disney live action on the 12th of March. Uh, Disney Marvel on May 5th. Disney live action, May 28th. Untitled Pixar, June 18th. And here's an interesting one. 
apparently the Indiana Jones movie's still happening. Stop. Set for July 9th of uh, 2021. <laughs> when did the last one come out? 2008? Yeah. Cody, do you, do you want that to happen? No. <laughs> and just to just so we're clear, Harrison Ford will be 79 years old when that comes out. Yeah, that's going to be fun. <laughs> don't you don't So you're telling me your dream isn't to see a 79-year-old Indiana Jones. Yeah, pretend that he's like athletic and stuff. No, come on. <laughs> maybe I mean uh, I know hate I, to say I it, but maybe this is the one that actually kills uh Harrison Ford. It, it could. It could. Uh, Untitled Disney Live Action set for July 30th and October 8th. And then Untitled Disney Marvel on November 5th. Again, we'll probably find out at least the Marvel stuff this summer, if not sooner. Uh, Untitled Disney Animation. Where's all the Star Wars ones? We'll get into those. And then next order of business is Avatar 2 now coming out December 17th, 2021. A, a mere 12 years after the original film came out. Can we stop? And you know the, the smart Jim thing, Cody, to do is to make this one and then see how it does and then make the rest. But that's not the James Cameron way. He doesn't do things the smart way. He makes four movies at once, sets the date, and then just makes them. No matter what. Even if the last one makes $5 million, it's coming out, Cody. Good. Because that theme park is not going to populate itself. I don't think that movie's going to populate it either. LOL. Yeah, I mean, again, the meme is that nobody cares about Avatar, but nobody cares about Avatar. That's why it's, like, not, like, it doesn't hasn't had a TV show. It hasn't had, like, a comic book, to my knowledge. Or if it has, it hasn't, you know, penetrated the mainstream. So can you even say it's come out? No. And, like, Sam Worthington is, is going to be, like, 51 when this is over. Because... <laughs> The moral of the story here, I guess the the main thread we need to talk about is that the last Avatar is coming out in 2027. Let's play the game of how old will we be in 2027? Because I will be, what time is it now? Are what years 20? Oh my god, I'll be like 33, 32. I'll, I'll be 32. I'll be 33 then. Like, <laughs> oh my god, I'll be the same age as Jesus was when he, you know. <laughs> I love how that can mean anything and everything. It means died. <laughs> well, it could be murdered, could, but you've also used the <laughs> as for suicide and natural death. So it's just it's a whole, and even things that aren't death related. So it's, it's just everything. It's, it's a catch all. Yeah, <laughs> nice. We both use the same fun term. What's nice. a better term, catch all or hat and a hat? Um, catch all. Hat and a hat is like I'm still not really sure how to use that correctly. It's an unnecessary. It's kind of how I use it. I like catch all better. Okay. Uh, moving ahead to 2022, we've got Disney okay. Marvel, February 18th. Pix, Untitled Pixar, March 18th. Untitled Disney Marvel, May 6th. Disney Live Action, May 27th. Pixar, June 17th. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I don't feel like talking about these. And then we go to Untitled Star Wars on December 16th, 2022. So the, the quote-unquote break that we're going to that i think kathleen kennedy said they were taking it's a three-year break it's three whole years wow like like isn't five years a break three three years is just a sabbatical a brief sabbatical because i don't know but what could it be cody 
We have two options, pretty much. Ryan Johnsons or uh, the Game of Thrones guys, right? Yeah. I don't know. Probably. So we got three years from now. I'm gonna say it's probably uh, D and D's. You think so? Yeah, because I think they want to put as much time between Star Wars and Ryan Johnson as they can. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm playing Dark Souls. It's fine. I would act, I kind of. I have no reason to think this, but I think it's Ryan Johnson. Just the way that every the way that his whole trajectory, I guess, is going. That he's got a two-year production cycle between. So like, so going back to Looper in 2012, right? Yeah. Um, he was pretty much on track to make another movie in 2014 or 15, and then Star Wars happened, which kind of took over his life. And now, and then, so he went from Star Wars to Knives Out, that's two years, and then this is, looks like it's gonna be three years, which is the original gap between, uh, Looper and when episode, when he was announced for episode eight. So, I got a feeling that this is him, cause something tells me that Benioff and Weiss are not gonna wanna jump immediately back into a universe, and like a lore, and all that. That they might need to want to take a step away and either go on a vacation or pr- like make a couple of smaller things or write a couple of smaller things or produce or whatever. And they got a bunch of Game of Thrones TV shows that they're going to be working with to some degree. And I just don't see them going immediately into Star Wars because production is going to have to, if it's not written already, it's going to be written soon. And then production is going to start, you know, what, 2020? Maybe middle of 2020, and that's. I don't know. Not... I'm just curious to see what it's going to be. Do you think it's going to be Jedi based or? I'm assuming both of these are going to be Jedi based because, like, best Star Wars is lights has lightsabers in it. So, and because if you don't have lightsabers, then you're Star Trek and fuck Star Trek. So that's pretty much right. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I hope so, because lightsaber duels are by and large, you know, not and not to say. They are, they're both the best parts of Star Wars and they're part of the lore's DNA because these are based on like the original Star Wars big influences like old samurai movies and I don't, I don't see how you get rid of that. Um, and, but I don't know, maybe, I hope so. Uh, yeah, so they have these staggered at two years apart. So this is 2022, the next one's 2024 and the next one's 2026. I saw at least a lot when this was first announced, speculation and people saying, oh, well, that's Ryan Johnson's trilogy. I don't think so. I think 2022 is Ryan Johnson and then 2024 is Benioff and Weiss. Because I, I don't think they're going to want to, especially after Last Jedi and Force Awakens, I don't think they're going to want to jump into the next movie before the first one's been out and seen and reacted to yet. Because mm-hmm. if Force Awakens did terribly and somehow and was critically panned and didn't make a lot of money, they would probably already had a lot of work done for Last Jedi, you know? And I think the last thing that they want to do is have to deal with another franchise that people hate. So you just make the first one, let it sit, and then get into making whatever the second one is four years later. Does that make sense? Yeah, I guess. Not sure I agree with it, but it is what it is. What, do you, what don't you agree with? I don't know. I just like saying that. <laughs> Got it. Um, and then we jump to Avatar 3 in 2023. Okay, uh, so is there a reality where these movies don't come out? No. He's just, they're already <sighs> being made. It's going to happen. We just need to accept it. I just want it gone. Like It'll be a funny meme, though, because James Cameron's going to, like, all these are going to come out, 
and they're going to be like they're not going to do as well and James Cameron's just going to be sad and I don't know I'm interested in a sad James Cameron <laughs> or if he just bails halfway through he's like I don't want like Avatar 2 comes out and it like shits the bed and he's like yeah I'm done I'm just going to executive produce these and gets like some schmuck to direct them and just distances himself <laughs> he's like no I'm not doing this anymore this is gets Ryan Johnson to direct them yeah. <laughs> I need somebody to subvert expectations. Who are you going to call? Ryan Johnson. In a good way. Uh, so, Avatar 3, 2023. Untitled Star Wars, December 20th, 2024. By the way, I like that these are staying in, De- in December. That makes me V happy. 2025 is Avatar 4. 2026, Untitled Star Wars. And then 2027, December 17th, is Avatar 5. Wow. And just to get, just to give you all some perspective here, when Avatar 5 comes out, somebody, whether it be mostly Democrats and mostly Republicans, are going to be announcing their candidacies for president in 2028. I feel like I need to impress that, that we're, we could be on three more presidents. Yeah, that could be several presidents away, or at least the beginning of a third president. Because, like, what, 2020, and then 2024, we're getting a new president no matter what. Hopefully. Yeah, no matter say. what. I'm, I'm being optimistic. No, here. there's no hopefully. It's in the Constitution that he only gets two. Yeah, Unless he's of- willingly, willingly active. Or he's not going to go against the Constitution. That's just not how it works. I mean, he has, but that's fine. Has he? Separation of powers, yeah. He hasn't, he hasn't divested himself from his businesses. He's still making business decisions. It's sad. Um, can you show me where that's in the Constitution? I can show you his tweets. And then, That's uh, fine, but can you show me where it says that you can't have businesses? I can I get back to you on that? Yeah, but okay. I just yeah, you can't go throwing shit around like that. Okay. Just there's I've seen constitutional law professors saying that you can't do that. Obstruction of justice is against the constitution. I don't know if it is. I'm pretty sure he's murdered somebody. So that's against the that's against that is that is yeah. That's against not just the constitution, that's against the OG. Constitution, the Ten Commandments. Ten Commandments. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, so yeah, that's that could be several. We could have like president. Was it? No, that's too. I was gonna say President Cody Redfield, but you'd, you'd be too young. Like, yes, I, I would be too young. Pres- be two years too young to do it. Yeah. Who knows what? What's the world gonna look like in twenty twenty seven? Jesus. What kind of person am I gonna be in twenty twenty seven? A better person. If I'm even still alive. Slightly better person. Not saying a lot, but <laughs> it's fun to see that the the future is sort of being mapped out. And I'm sure there's a bunch of dates of things that they, you know, I'm I'm sure not all those dates have a firm. Oh, that's this is going to be that attached to it, and I'm sure those are going to change. And there's some some things that don't that are still in production that don't have dates in the calendar, and it's just going to. But it's interesting to see. A company, because they have to, just for shareholders and all that, map out its next almost 10 years of releases. So, um, it's interesting. And I wonder what, how, if some of those plans change based on this Disney uh, streaming service. If some of those get pulled or certain things are placed and kind of the theat, we talk about it sometimes, but the theatrical component of movies is going to kind of depend on on disney if they say it's over then it's probably going to be over or pretty close to so i guess we'll see what happens there but new star wars very exciting yes 
10 out of 10 excitement for you, Cody. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So we covered that. We covered it. We covered Endgame. Did we cover it? We kind of just... I mean, I didn't see it, so there's nothing I really could add. Oh, you should watch it. I'm excited for it. It's going to be fun. Jessica Chastain is... I still think Amy Adams should have played the blonde-headed... Or the red-headed girl. I know, but the fact that Bill Hader's in the cast is... Makes up for that. I agree. And I like Jessica Chastain. She was I did, too. I'm not saying she's bad. I just... Her, Cody, why, uh, why do you... Her hate chin... You? I hate all women. Yeah. But her... Just her... Her chin is too... Cleft... Little known fact about Cody Redfield is that he wrote the Georgia heartbeat bill that just was passed. So, mm-hmm. congrats. Sorry, but you literally had to. You literally, you can't have women out there making their own decisions, Cody. Oh, does not make sense? Why would you want that? Exactly. We've seen how bad that can go. Because we need a leader who is not easily swayed by emotions and holds grudges. And I'm making a Donald Trump joke. And this is all a joke. Life is a joke. Go women. Kamala 2020. Hashtag Buttigieg 2020. All right, let's move on. Detective Pikachu 2020? Hashtag. Ryan Reynolds 2020? No. Detective Pikachu 2020. Oh, okay. Did you just talk? Whoa. Did you just understand me? Oh my god, you can understand me! Stop! I've been so lonely! They try to talk to me all the time, all they hear is Pika Pika. Uh, you can hear him, right? Pika Pika! Yeah, Pika Pika Pika, he's adorable. You're adorable, they can't understand me, kid. Can no one else hear him? I don't need a Pokemon, period. Then what about a world-class detective? Because if you want to find your pops, I'm your best bet. We're gonna do this, you and me. This is a long time coming. You can yeah. almost say... I, I was trying to make a pun, but I can't do it. I can't do it, Cody. I was I was on a plane for hours this today. I'm fried, but that's okay. I'm here. Uh, initial thoughts on Detective Pikachu the movie. Rises. It's cute. Cute? I, um, yeah, it's okay. really cute. I agree. I liked it a lot. Um, yeah, I don't really know what else to say about it. It was I, I thought it was really funny. I thought I really liked Ryan Reynolds. I didn't mind the kid. Um, and it was just pretty good. And, uh, I, I don't care for Pokemon that much. I've never been a Pokemon person. So, so from from that perspective, did you how did you think it played on the? I don't know fan service angle did it feel like they tried to throw you too much into the references and minutiae or do you think it did a good job of kind of introducing an outsider like you into the world i think it did a fine job you didn't feel overwhelmed or you know confused no, no? good i thought it was uh well managed how do you think th- I, I guess i'll get my initial thoughts before we get, dig into the details uh, i also thought it was very cute not a great movie, but a good movie. And I think it do, it's it does more in the world building department than the story department, and that's kind of where I think the best moments are. It, yeah, needed to be. I think that's yeah. This is a great way to introduce the. Um, it's a good way to introduce it to movies. Yeah, it's a good way because yeah, I mean the fact that you do have 
yeah, like a detective character who's literally kind of guiding us through the world and and not just is making these plot pit stops just for the sake of getting the audience up to speed, but has to to solve the case, you know, was, I think, a really, uh, really smart, really inspired choice. And mm-hmm. obviously it's based on a video game, so the video game people did it first. But it was good for them to start with this and not go into what, you know, something like what the anime is. And um, What is Detective Pikachu? I've never heard of this game before. I haven't really either, but I know it exists. It's pretty much this, but it's, you know, a video game. I don't know. It's it's some it's Pikachu is the most recognizable. It's their mascot That's true. pretty much. So they did they use that to their advantage with the video game, and they're doing it here too. That people automatically know who Pikachu is, and then the fact that he's voiced by Ryan Reynolds adds an extra amount of awareness. So very smart call. <laughs> I think that juxtaposition was my favorite. Yeah, because that doesn't make sense. That voice coming out of that guy. He's so cute though. Um. So like I was saying. The plot is kind of whatever. It's really, it's way too convoluted and confusing. It is, it's not even that. It's just incredibly, uh, predictable. It takes about three or four too many turns. Um, and it did feel like it was filling the runtime rather than meeting the runtime. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess the opposite way. Uh, but like I said, it's the way that it shows this world and, makes it feel real and fun to watch. Like I had more, I enjoyed watching this almost as much as any movie I've seen this year, just because, you know, yeah, like I said, I could give a rip about the plot. It's whatever, it's fine. So I kind of spent my time looking in the background and seeing if I could spot any, any, well, any Pokemon. Mm, The Pokemon you like, yeah. yeah. Cause I was like, look, I was like, had, I have a list of like two or three that I would, if I saw, I would just go bonkers for. And I was looking for them. I didn't see any of them, which is sad. Which ones were they? Uh, Absol. What was the other one? Shit. Now I'm, I'm drawing a blank now. I get, I'd have to look at the list of 7,000 Pokemon that they have now. But <laughs> Absol is the number one. I didn't see him anywhere because he's my favorite. I didn't see him anywhere, which made me sad. Who was this? Absol. He's like this goth dude with like horn. It's pretty great. Um, he's always been my favorite. But uh, So yeah, it, that part of it was fun. Just watching, watching the movie. Like not even experiencing it. Just literally... If I had it on mute and could just look at it, I would have been, I would have paid just as much attention as if I had had the sound and all that fun stuff. Yeah, um, I do really like the um, or, uh, just the aesthetic of the city that they were in. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it wasn't as Blade Runner as I thought it was going to be. I, yeah, I definitely wanted a little bit more Blade Runner. It was cleaner. Sure. A little bit, cl- just a little bit cleaner. Uh, but. The props obviously goes to the visuals. Double, super, extra, triple props goes to the character designs and I guess the creature designs. Because the 3D models they did, I mean, the Pokemon themselves are primarily made in 2D and they're, you know. So, yeah, bringing them to life was actually yeah. really, really impressive. Yeah, for the games and the cartoons and stuff. And bringing them, bringing them to life but not doing it literally, which, like... In the anime and stuff, Pikachu has hair, but it's not like a thing. It just sort of, you notice it when it gets tussled up. So they, they took the character models from the games and they also had to give them like a more realistic definition because they can't just be glossy yellow. Like it has to have <laughs> hair and it has to move the right way. And it, and for something like, uh, Charmander, you know, that needs to make sense and Charizard has to make sense and look like it can be it, like look like it belongs in the real world, not that it's just 
a model. Just, yeah. Yeah, just like a, a random, cause there, there was, now that I think about it, there was a way that if they didn't care, this could have looked really, really stupid and the, yeah, they wouldn't give any of them hair. Yeah, well, <laughs> hair, but just the the textures is more of what I'm thinking about of like their skin, like the ones without mm-hmm. hair, their skin, and kind of how they move and how they look and the eyes and stuff like that. Um, there was definitely a if they weren't as invested and they just wanted to cash a quick buck, this would have been terrible. But they did, they cared a lot, and just seeing some of the behind the scenes stuff that I've seen of getting these models right and getting the getting the creatures right was. Really, really impressive, and something as a fan that I appreciated. And that- I mean, it was no Pokemon the movie two thousand. Let's get serious. What is Cody? Nothing. Nothing. That's the Citizen Kane of yeah. Pocket Monster movies. Exactly. You, you you can't refute it. You cannot refute it. That's and- the one where Ash gets turned to stone, right? Yeah. That's really the only one I remember. Yeah. They did like a Godfather two of the like if. Pokemon the movie 2000s, Godfather 1, they did a Godfather 2 of like going back in time to show Mewtwo. And one of the later ones, it was crazy. Um, the third one is good too, with the castle, I think. Yeah. Vente? Yeah, yeah, the unknown. Oh, that was, that one was great. That's a pretty good one, yeah. Fell off shortly after that, but I remember that one. That was awesome. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I just, again, they, all, I think they did a great job. And if the story was a little bit better and, more engaging than it would have this would have been a home run but as as it is it's a solid double and that's so excluding pikachu yeah which was your favorite oh, pokemon shit. oh man that's a hard one cody uh that we saw trico was pretty great and then charmander were my two faves i don't know who trico is he's he was that little like when the when he first got to the apartment he was the little green boy on the window that's like it. Big yellow eyes. And you saw him a couple more times. He's green. I don't really remember that yeah, one. He looked like a lizard. Huh. Like a, like a, yeah. I don't know. You'd have to, I'm sure, I can't wait for in three or four months or whatever when this comes out in home media, there's just gonna be countless of, you know, YouTube videos of all Pokemon and Detective Pikachu. And mm-hmm. uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. Looking at you, new rock stars. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I guess let's talk about the story a little bit. So it starts off with, um, <laughs> with, what's his name? Justice Smith from Jurassic yeah. World, everyone's favorite film. Who was he in Jurassic World? He was one of the interns, I think. God, I do not remember He that wasn't, movie. he was the one who wasn't the lesbian. He was there when they gave the whole plot twist of you're a clone and then just bailed on it. Oh, yeah, oh, he was the Jurassic in the in Fallen Kingdom. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This Sorry. is a series of of movies. Yeah, I, you can't just ignore the lore, my dude. I I did though, because the lore post Jurassic Park has just gone nowhere. Excuse me. What? I don't even like Jurassic Park that much, but all the other ones are just so unnecessary. You don't like Jurassic Park one? No, I did. I mean, I like it fine. It's okay. That's weird. It's good. This is a weird take. I just want you to know that. I know. I, so I didn't see it until later, so it, it didn't grab me. You didn't me. get that good old dinosaur nostalgia? Yeah. Catch Me If You Can is my Jurassic Park. That's so weird, because that's a big adult movie. I don't know, but I watched it with my dad. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, in a tent. Oh, that's weird. It, 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 no, it's, it was in a tent just outside of our house. No, there's context! There's context! I once, uh, what was it, last summer? 
<laughs> you're gonna love this. Uh, two summers ago, maybe it was last summer, I don't know, I went into, like, basically what we do is, like, we have a little tent, and we set it up near our house, and we, like, you know, my dad or me, or me, my dad and my sister, we go out there and just, like, watch a movie out there and popcorn and, you know, sleep out in the tent for the night. It's just this weird thing we like to do. But last summer, I went out there on my own with the whole tent set up, and I got Bernie, my cat, because he's outdoors, and I watched season one of True Detective all the way through. In one night? In one night, yeah. And then I, the next night, I'm like, this tent's already up. <laughs> and I watched Arrival in it the next night, which, if you, as you know, with central New York summers, uh, it gets cold really quickly. Uh-huh. And I gotta say, that kind of bitter, just, you can feel it on your face, like the sort of wetness of how cold it is on your face, like the condensation, oh, yeah. while watching Arrival is like the Makes best way to watch works. Arrival. Yeah, because yeah, that's such a cold kind of early morning do movie. So just recommend for anyone out there who's got a tent and the arrival on Blu-ray. That's such a good movie. Fuck. And the projector. No, I, I, I brought an old TV out. It's not really camping. It's more glamping, but on a budget. <laughs> See, but Bernie was fine through true detective, but he as soon like halfway through arrival, he got antsy and bailed. It's like, whatever, dude, who needs you? You're, you. Not, you're not even, I do. I needed him. I love my little Bernie, but anyways, detective Pikachu, um, so the plot is basically this kid, uh, his, we kind of do a little cold open of a car crashing and then, um, uh, this kid played by Justice Smith trying to catch a Q-bone and then it doesn't work. And then he gets a call saying his dad's dead and he goes to the city to investigate it. And when he gets to his dad's apartment, he runs into Detective Pikachu and they Wearing go a cute on, little dumb hat. Yeah. A little deer stalker, just like Sherlock Holmes. And they go on a little adventure and then I feel like I couldn't really explain the plot of this movie after you, but... The gist is Bill Nye is disabled and wants to transmit human consciousness to Pokemon. And we're getting big spoilers for <laughs> Detective Pikachu. Yeah, whatever. And then uh Mewtwo uh morphed Ryan Reynolds into Detective Pikachu. Did that catch you off guard? Um gotta... kinda. I kept wondering, like, whenever they showed his dad in flashbacks or whatever, they always kind of cut away. As they didn't show his away, face. Because he's laying if, on the they, ground. if they'd shown his face, everybody would have known it was just yeah, but like, Ryan Reynolds. When I was watching the movie, I kept thinking, like, what is this building to? Either, my thought is they're going to, like, Last Jedi it, and Ray, it's like, her dad doesn't matter. <laughs> like, he's just a random guy. <laughs> like, it's not important. And I really didn't expect at all that it was going to turn out to be Ryan Reynolds, you know, because... He's, you know, Justice Smith isn't a white dude, so it, it just never yeah, really crossed they, uh, my mind. This is the most progressive uh, dead dad ever. Really? It really is. Not even, not dead dad, though. A kind of dead dad. Live dead dad. But that was a weird good, movie. It was very weird. But it was, I mean, honestly, it's one of the better twists I've seen in a while. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. It's like, whoa, that was new. That was, a, that was different. Cool. I was fully expecting Bill Nye to be a bad guy. See, um, I didn't. I didn't. Cause I, I, cause my, my Bill Nighy canon is still from about time where he's just and he's the best. just the sweetest dad in the world. He plays ping pong and he's like, oh, is it time for me to go now? And Donald Gleason's like, yeah. Oh, that was so good. I love that movie. It's the best movie. Best movie ever. Doesn't give enough love. Um, Catherine Newton plays the love interest for a reporter for CNM. <laughs> Clever. I wonder who that's supposed to be. It's Fox News. It's Fox News. It's Fox News. It honestly could be Fox News because the whole Murdoch situation. Rupert Murdoch, 
Like Bill Nye and Lachlan Murdoch is like his son, you know? No. Okay. Okay. Uh, she was fine. She was whatever. Her Psyduck, though, was pretty great. Uh, he was gold. <laughs> Psyduck made me laugh. So stressed out and just upset about everything. He's very, very Is that great. his canon power? Is that he... Yeah. He gets headaches and loads and... up. Yeah. Pretty nuts, dude. See, in the in the Pokemon canon, they drop Psyducks on Hiroshima and Nag. Oof. <laughs> 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 no, the, they don't even have like real countries in in the Pokemon. They make their own. They make them up. It's just Japan. Yeah. Well, it's now they're doing other things. Like they did a New York region. They did a France. They did a Hawaii. They're doing a London one. It's all. It's all. It's all bit. Um. <laughs> it was a, Tasteless joke. You say it's all a bit. It's like they're yeah, like they do stoop they make places based on real places and then how that's how they make their world, but whatever. Uh it, Bill Nye was solid. Love him. He's always solid though. He's just a good actor. Ken Watsonabi was in it for eight minutes, so that was fun. Um nobody else really that notable. Rita Ora apparently. Who? Rita Ora, she's a person. I don't uh, know who that is. I don't know. Diplo. Yeah. Well, you're just saying words. I know. Oh, what I'm saying, other than Ryan Reynolds, though, not as big of a cast as I thought it would be. Like, you do have a couple notable faces there, but I expected, like, one more movie star-ish, you know? And I didn't, I, we didn't really get it. So, I was just surprised about that. Um, other likes for you? Um, I don't know. It was interesting. It was, uh, I don't know, it was just cute. I enjoyed watching it. Yeah, same. There wasn't a, uh, there weren't as many kids in the audience as I thought there was going to be. Oh yeah, mine was straight up millennial. I also went on a Thursday night, so that probably has something to do with it. So did I. Weird. At nine thirty. Well, there's no way we went to the same theater, so I don't think that's not about. this time. I think I think we did because I immediately went from work and I jumped on a bus and I went. I you got went to right off to Auburn for whatever reason. Yep. Uh, now that you bring up the theater experience, didn't play as well as I thought it would. Like the biggest laugh was him singing the Pokemon theme, and then that was good for me too, though. Yeah, and then kind of there was a couple moments here and there, but are we? Am I to the? Are we to the point? I guess where Ryan Reynolds, like we know his bit, and now he's just annoying. I don't think he's annoying. I think he's kind of annoying. Oh well, you're just cynical. Okay. Like it's, Sorry. It's, it's it's his thing. He does sarcasm better than anybody, for sure. But, like, after that, is it that funny? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I'm just... I'm These at, are the big questions. Cody, I'm just asking questions. I know, and I, and I respect that. I'm uh, just asking questions. <laughs> just asking questions, man. Cody, why are you so afraid of new ideas? Get out of your echo chamber, man. Listen, I know you're joking, but that bothers me that you just said that. <laughs> Since you actually live in an echo chamber? I don't really. You really do? I don't. Right, I'm not even on the social media as much anymore. Huh? I'm not even on the social medias as much anymore. And I check in on Fox just to see what they're, kind of shit they're posting on. So, it's so gross. Do you do? According to Fox, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez wants to castrate me, so that's just how that's it is. That's true, though. Listen, it's true. She wants to kill all men. That's true. She's just an evil person. She and Brie Larson are going to come for us. There's nothing we can do. 
Brie Larson's just boring. That's that's the extent of her evilness. Let me ask you this. Completely off topic, random question. What is the first movie property, I guess, to use AOC as a cultural reference? Oof, I don't know. I think it really depends on where uh, where she goes in the future. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it might, we might see it in Spider-Man Homecoming because he's from New York and because it was made within the time and they, they are the, the, the f- pop culture reference factory. So if it's going to be anywhere, I think it'll be Spider-Man Homecoming. We'll see. I'll try to remember to, to actually listen for that and, you know, bring it up the next time. If well, we most of that do movie doesn't even take place in New York though. I know, but it's still, it's New York connected and. Infinity War happened in New York, and he goes to school in New York. I don't know. I don't know, Cody. I'm just I'm, I'm just asking questions. Just man. asking questions. Just I get asking it. questions. <laughs> Big respect, my dude. Um, negatives for this. Yeah, I guess the characters just slash the performances. Story. Just the story. I mean, no one was overly bad yeah. in the movie. Yeah. They did. I did appreciate the Tim Burton Batman reference at the end there. Did they make one? The when they release, like, in Tim Burton's Batman, the climax is Joker releasing gas out of balloons to kill everybody. And this is to turn them into Pokemon, but with balloons as well. So. Um, alright, that's tenuous at best, but okay. But it happened in the city. Okay. And there were Pokemon in the original but, Tim Burton Batman. But. But. There's no Prince playing. That we know of. No, just in general. Wait. Prince died, Cody. I know he's be dead. That was such that's so weird. I still can't wrap my head around the prince's dead. Well, prince was never. She was never a big part of my life, so it doesn't really. I mean, neither. But it's just such a random thing that happened. Like Prince died. What? How did that even? What? Um, drugs is how it even. Yeah. Never do drugs, kids. Except sometimes. Mm. All the time. Never. Always. Never not be on drugs, kids. That's more of the story here. That's what Uncle Cody Can't wants to know. Can't overdose if you're always high. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we need a disclaimer that that is just objectively not true. true. It's true. <laughs> Scientists can't refute it. Yes, clean. Slay. <laughs> Don't know where you're going with that. Uh, let's see. Um... Yeah, I think, I think I'm okay. I think I, I think I'm tapped out. I didn't really have many thoughts about it. It's just kind of one of those movies where I just sort of didn't try to look too deeply and just sort of, again, just watch for Pokemon and didn't really care too much about it. I'm else. more excited for any sequels we might get out of this, honestly. Yeah, it's, I mean, now that now that you mention it, the movie's made 168, 66 million on a 150 million dollar budget. And that's in its opening weekend, so I don't think I was pretty, pretty like uh, headstrong and chesty about the whole "this is going to make a billion dollars" thing. Doesn't no. look like that's going to happen unless it's got some major markets it doesn't been in, like China or something like that. But it'll probably yeah, do. They won't like it in China. Why not? Why not? Japanese and Chinese people hate each other. Oh, that's right. Um, no, it's definitely, I don't think it's going to make a billion dollars. Sad. It, it's not great that they went up against Avengers. Yeah, I don't know why anybody released a movie after Avengers. It's like, you just gotta know. 
He should have been Avengers like, and then it, Aladdin. Give it, give it like two weeks after Avengers at least. Like yeah, or like release something, but don't double up. You know, like it, just give it, give us, give him some respect. Give him some respect. You know, put some respect on it. <laughs> yeah, this this definitely should have been like an August movie. I think. But. Yeah, if they released it sometime um, during summer vacation, I think it would have yeah. been better. Beginning of August, like maybe after Hobbs and Shaw, let it let it kind of maybe a couple weeks after. I don't know. Let it sort of just bridge the gap between uh, up until Stephen King's It Chapter Two. You know, I'm gonna tell you that trailer for Hobbs and Shaw. That movie does not look good. Yeah, it's probably gonna be bad, but it'll be fun. Because Jason Statham is a superstar. The Rock, he's fine. Statham's my guy, though. Uh, are you memeing or are you serious? No, I'm serious. I love Jason Statham. I think That's he's so weird. I think he's way funnier. He was hysterical in, in uh, Fate of the Furious. Oh my god. Don't even get me started. He was so funny. Uh, yeah, I guess looking forward, the only thing I noticed is weird. Like, you remember the scene where they go to that, like, battle royale kind of thing? The Pokemon battle? Yeah. yeah. Like, I couldn't stop thinking in that scene. Like, Charizard is enormous and is a fire type. And, like, if he uses his fire, he's going to kill people because they're all in, like, this tiny enclosed space. So I thought that was really just as a setup that was really stupid. It's like if he uses one of his attacks, like, half these people are going to get, he'd just die. They're going to burn to a crisp. Literally, they're going to be a pile of ash. <laughs> ash. Oh, shut up. Because Ash catch them, catch them all. Your reference is misty at best. Oofta. Uh Ten out of ten. Uh, but that got me thinking about like they really didn't go hard with the whole battling thing, and that's kind of the main component of why Pokemon's cool is that they battle and shoot lasers out of their freaking eyes and stuff. They didn't well, look have... at now that um, again. Yeah. Now they can they can explore that more and. The sequel. I'm saying they, it, they've played it almost too restrained. And there's certain things about being in live action using 3D models that'll make battling look weird. Cause it's, you know, like, it's kind of all, like if, if he uses flamethrower or whatever, like, does he burn Pikachu? Or does he just like bounce off? Singe him a little bit. Yeah, that's a good question, actually. I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see how that works. And maybe they'll figure out a, a, Good way in the sequel. Or they just show that, like, those attacks don't do anything or something. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> Take some sort of invincibility pill. Well, no, it's just or, like, it, like uh, it does damage, but it doesn't do what it should. Of like, oh, I got hit with a fire attack. No, I'm burning. Send him alive. Yeah, I exactly. gotcha. Yeah. I don't know. Just a stupid thought that I had. Uh, the scene with the, uh, after they leave the lab with um, the, uh, what are they called? Uh, Wikipedia, Torterra. I thought that was dumb. I liked that. The physics were kind of all off on it. Like, you know, I don't know why they just got up and then got back down. And that was apparently an action sequence. I felt like they were stretching a little bit. Where they could have just done some cool forest scene and would have been fine. Uh, Mr. Mime, though, made me laugh very, very oh, He much. was hilarious. So, so much. <laughs> How he, like, set him on fire. <laughs> got dark, Cody. <laughs> But did get dark? That was awesome. Torched poor Mr. Mime. But uh it coming. that's about it for me. Any further thoughts for you? Not really. I liked it. Um cute movie. It's a real middle of the road movie. If the plot was less predictable, I would have liked it 
more, I think. Less predictable or less convoluted? Predictable. I mean, the, not the whole big twist about his dad. That the, that wasn't predicted, but... Oh. I mean, my girlfriend got uh, the Bill Nye twist the second he was on screen. Hmm. Well, she is much smarter than me. Maybe she, she, she should do the podcast, because I did not. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes, I'm dumb, Cody. It's true. Sad. Solid movie, though. Is. Yeah, um, decent. I'm going to grade it out at a 7 out of 10. Yeah, me too. Good. Good for us. Watch your name listening to. How's Game of Thrones going? It's going. It's going well? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not as bad as Dexter. What's this? What is. What about this season is less great than the others? It's rushed. It's not as well written. Oh. They went, um. Little nuts on. They're just trying to get too much done. Too quickly? Yeah, and I think they're done with the. They want to be done with the show, but they can't. Hmm. So going into next week, which is the last episode, what's what's going to happen? Like, is everybody dead? Is most people alive? Like, are they um, going to go fight somebody? Most of the somebody? main main characters are alive, but the big uh, <clears throat> meme. One of the main conflicts is over now. Oh. So I think this is just a straight wrap up and see what happens to Daenerys because she went nuts last time. <laughs> Interesting. So, like, is somebody on the throne? As of right now, no. No one's sure if the throne is even still standing. It is so fascinating watching all this from afar and seeing the reactions and kind of, like, trying to piece together exactly what's happening. (laughs) So Yeah, you can't. It's so strange. It's like, is the objective, the objective is the throne? Or is it not? I don't even know anymore. Okay. People want it. But once you get it, doesn't, isn't just the nonsense gonna just start up all over again? Well, at this point, there's not really anybody else who can really claim it. Wow. Fascinating. I tell, I, we, I mentioned this in the group text that I think I might just watch the last episode. <laughs> Completely not have any idea what's going on, but just watch it anyways, just see what happens. Well, that's fine. You do it, but don't complain when you have no idea what's going I'm on. I'm not gonna complain. Why would I complain? I'm, Because I, there are people who do. I would not. Am I one of those people? Maybe. I don't, un- who is this? I don't understand. What's a Daenerys? What's a, what's a Targaryen? Is that a kind of cigarette? Is that a spider? Is that like a brown recluse? Which one's Peter Snow? I don't know which one Peter Snow is. Peter Snow. Who's Peter Snow? Oh, you know your uncle's name, John. <laughs> it's spelled the same way, too. That's crazy. Does Thanos come to the end, or is he a different show? <laughs> Where's Thanos? Oh, that got me. I love Josh Brolin. Don't you love Josh Brolin? He's James Brolin's boy. He's, he's a whole, he's a, he's not just a snack, he's a whole meal, baby. He's a whole meal. You know, life begins at 40. <laughs> oh, God. We're so stupid. Yeah. Um, what are you watching, reading, and or listening to? Oh, jeez, bro. Or anything else? I mean, you kind of forced me into that. Um, oh, well, I, I'm curious. What, what, do you have anything else? I don't know. Will you be quiet? <laughs> um, no! I rewatched, uh, Captain America 2. Got it. 
this weekend. Still, Last weekend, whenever I did it. Um, still bad. Nope, still the best Marvel movie. Still the okay. Hold on. Still the best standalone Marvel movie. That's weird because the Incredible Hulk exists. The Incredible Hulk is trash. Oh, you can't do a solo Hulk story. It just doesn't work. Iron Man Two exists. Iron Man Two is also trash. It's great. Sam Rockwell was not good because he was great. Mm. Got him. Got him. How's it feel to get pwned? Too bad. Epic. For the win. Ben Shapiro the shit out of me. My facts and logic are so strong. Um, let's see. So, so that's it for you, Captain. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Sorry, sorry, I made a big deal about it. You did. You. Did. I thought there'd be more, but you just had the one thing. <laughs> Whatever, Cody. You do you, man. Be. It's okay. Uh, I rewatched Dumb and Dumber, cinematic masterpiece. Hated it's it. Hysterical. Jim Carrey's a god. Jeff Daniels is my father, and I think it's really funny. Have not seen the second, nor will I ever. Why not? Because it's bad. Because you hate art? Yep. Jeff uh, Jeff Daniels was in Dumb and Dumber 2 and Steve Jobs, but within a year of each other. Mm. That's so fucked up. This just goes to show, kids. Just when you think it couldn't get any worse, you can star in the best movie ever made. Ever made? Ever made. It's on the Steve Jobs is on the Mount Rushmore of of film. Oh yeah, have we done? Yeah, uh, oh yeah, we did our top favorite movies of all time or whatever, didn't we? Yeah, it didn't make my list then, but it's now it's, we should do a Mount Rushmore. We should. Now it's on there though. It's on my top ten. I love that fucking movie so much. You don't even understand. Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. I think it's the movie, the podcast. It has to be the one we've we've talked about the most. Just in not whether in in depth or in passing. <laughs> it's gotta be. What else could it be? Star Wars? Empire, maybe? Maybe, yeah. maybe Empire? I think we talk about Steve Jobs more. I do too. That just, that can be a line that one of us throws out, or just me needling Josh, lol, uh-huh. about it. Or just talking like, hey, we watch it again, it's the best movie ever. Putting it on every great best of list that I have. Best comic book movie? Steve Jobs. Top 10 could directors? Be. Steve Jobs. Number one, not even a, it's a movie, not a director, but still number one. Um, next week, John Wake three. Maybe. Oh yeah, that, cool. I'm excited for that movie. I don't know. Maybe. We can watch John Wake two. You don't have to see it. I'm going to see it. I'll go see it. I'm. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Like I told you guys last uh, time, I think I'm in a better place in my life to enjoy this than I was watch John, John Wake one. Oh my god. I watched John Wick 1 probably two or about a month ago. Bad movie? No, so good. So good. So good. Wow. It's a high, it's high praise. It's high praise. It's high praise. <laughs> Did I send you the video of Nick, Nicolas Cage like screaming to some song? Like he no. just got a divorce and he was in this karaoke bar and he was screaming, singing some song. Yikes. He divorced his wife two, like two days after marrying her. Oh yeah, he was screaming "Purple Rain" like he was singing at a karaoke. <laughs> said, Purple Rain. It was the fucking best at an LA karaoke bar. He's just the best person. I love the, I love the Cage. But until next time, until Nicolas Cage does something 
even crazier than screaming Purple Rain at an L.A. karaoke bar. You can follow us at underscore RealFlix on the Twitter. Leave an iTunes review, as always. Haven't checked in a while, but maybe we have another one. Hopefully it's another one star, because those are my favorite. And send us an email at RealFlixPodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, Cody, take it easy. Bye.